Yo, this is Cutman LG, chopping it up with Raymond T on Chop Shop Podcast. You know what it is. It's Universal Hip Hop Museum, baby. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back to an all new episode of the Chop Shop Podcast. Your man Raymond T checking in as I do. I want to thank you for catching and listening this here episode 99. And as you heard, my man, man, tapping in with DJ Cutman LG out of NY, who is actually on the board of trustees for this Universal Hip Hop Museum, which just broke ground May of this year. Super dope discussion around the creation of this thing, all the heavy hitters that come out. Uh, dope discussion around hip hop, uh, the golden era to today. Uh, and as well what this hip-hop museum means for the culture as a whole man so dj coming lg we chopping it up well shit as i was saying brother uh thank you for taking some time to get down with me um huge right now for hip-hop huge right now for the month moving forward i mean i'm a hip-hop junkie myself so dope to see hip-hop get it's shine is November Hip Hop History Month and even further, man, um, around the museum out there in NY, dog. So um, introduce yourself, explain your involvement with the museum um, and and what it is. My name is Sean Cutman LG Thomas. I'm a DJ, producer. Um, my involvement with the Universal Hip Hop Museum is I am a founding member and I am the music director for the uh, Revolution of Hip Hop, which is our exhibit that is uh, right across the street, maybe about 300 feet away from where the exhibit is at, where the actual construction site is at. So, um, yeah, so I'm responsible for the music that's played on our ra two radio stations, which is uh, Wild Style Radio, which is on Native Rhymes, and also... Um, Live 365 that I work with uh, a partner of mine, which is Milwaukee's Latif. We program the music 365 days. Wild Star Radio is basically one day out the week, which is actually today, Tuesday, Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Uh, or 7 p.m. your time, 10 p.m. our time because it's based out in uh, L.A. Dash Radio. Okay, so, yeah, boy. so that's so that's what I'm doing, you know, and also okay. spree spreading the gospel about the Universal Hip Hop Museum, how, is it, how, how important it is for people to uh, join and, and tell a friend and tell a friend what we're doing um, so when it's built, people could come out to go uh, come see it, you know? For sure. And I think uh, just as big as any sports hall of fame, you know what I mean, rock and roll hall of fame, you know what I mean? Um, hip hop is, you know... Uh, huge you know what i'm saying i mean and just looking at it, it's still the baby of the music genres you know what i'm saying but to see its progress and to see its evolution and really just dominance of mainstream culture today you know what i mean i think this is only fitting that we get something like this finally i put it that way you know what i mean um you know yes. i always say i always say the regions everybody's had their time i mean i'm a west coast cab bro so i've always been about this cali hip-hop but I will always say New York, the mecca of hip hop, um, you know, where it started to just the overall culture of hip hop. It's 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 uh, unmatched. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. So it's dope to see this go down. So the the uh, Universal Hip Hop Museum is actually where in New York? It's going to it's in the Bronx. It's on it's, uh, on exterior street. Like I said, 300 feet away from our open. We have an open exhibit, which is right across the street. And, um, 
Yeah, it's right on the uh, Harlem River Drive. So it's on the Bronx side of the borough, but it's right next to 145th Street Bridge going into Harlem. Um, is, we're right on the, the water. Is the exterior exhibit already up? Yes, that's okay. at six. That's at six ten Exterior Street, Bronx, New York. So that's in between uh, Applebee's and Subways. Word. Yes, word, word, so you get the I... best. So you know you got the best of both <laughs> worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for laughs> when you sure. want to get a bite to eat, you know. Yeah, I was peeping your, you know, your IG and everything like that, and you were involved in the actual groundbreaking ceremony right there. Yeah, um, and and from what I remember seeing it, because what was the timeline on that when it actually broke down with the construction? Was that like April? Uh that was in May. That May. was, uh, okay. I believe, it was May twenty second, and um, like you said, that was a big, that was a big thing, you know, because it brought out a lot of a lot of the players, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, LL there, yeah, Chuck D there. Yeah, Nas, you know, EPMD. Big Fat Joe pulled up, correct? Fat Joe, yeah. So it was, a, it was, you know, I can't forget my, forget my pioneers. You had Grandmaster Flash. You had Shah Rock, Queen Lisa Lee, Scorpio from the Furious Five. Yeah, Easy AD there from Cold Crush Brothers. So, you know, I mean, everybody couldn't be there. You know, we were dealing with COVID at the time at the same time. And then, um, you know, it was a restriction. It was like, hey, we could only invite 175 people, and it turned out to be close to 300. It was crazy. Yeah, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna turn hip hop away, you know? What I mean? Right, right. Show up right. and show out for show. You know what I mean? Right. So <laughs> you know, it was it was one of those things. Oh, can't forget Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Here. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you know, people came out near and far for that special day. And, um, you know, that that goes down in history. It, 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 it definitely made the news, uh, international news at that. You know, um, people was was were, were excited and uh, very happy to see that this is actually happening because there was there has been many attempts to build a museum, a hip hop museum. I don't know what happened, but um here we are, you know, here we are, you know, we're on the fifth floor right now at the actual construction site on my live. I had recorded um, me doing a uh, interview with uh, the construction site manager. He was telling me everything from what kind of piping they're using, kind of wiring, plumbing, uh, concrete, how long it's going to take the concrete to dry and, and just the ins and outs of everything, I thought it was very educational for me and also for the viewer just viewing my IG or my Facebook. You know, yeah. I had a, got a lot of comments like, wow, that's amazing. Thank you for doing that, because I don't live in New York. I live overseas or I live here. I live there, you know, so it was good for them. You know, they felt they felt like they were there when I was uh, when I did the uh, interview. So, yeah. So it's just setting people up to see like, yo, this is really happening in our time because, you know, museums take at least about 20 years to kind of do, you know, yeah. in our situation, this is at Godspeed. It's been 10 years we've been working on this thing and it has definitely took flight and it's moving right along. I love it. I love to see it. 
I love to hear it. Like I said, on, on a standpoint of the culture, I think it's long overdue. Um, you know, um, you talk about this being somewhat 10 years in the works. What have been some of the setbacks you guys have been kind of dealing with? I mean, of course, we know COVID as of late, but I got to imagine uh, just getting this thing up and running. What, what's been some of the things you guys have been dealing with uh, since, I guess, the, the, the mindset of it? Well, starting it, you know, Rocky Buchano, which is the director, you know, he's the lead, he's the head, he's the brains, much respect to Rocky, you know, um, you know, starting something like this, people don't believe, you know, you don't have the people to back you up, you know, yeah, people yeah. like, yeah, 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 they, they, somebody's already trying to do a museum or somebody yeah, they're trying yeah. to do it, it ain't gonna work, it ain't gonna happen, <laughs> so we had a, had a lot of the naysayers, which is crazy because like, why would you hate on or just like, you know, hate on something like this? And a lot of hated a lot, even to this day. Mm. But, you know, we pay that no mind. I guess it wouldn't be hip hop. It wouldn't be hip hop without his haters. Right. <laughs> you know, if you're not doing nothing, you ain't, ain't doing, you ain't doing nothing. Right. Yeah, right. That part. <laughs> so we had a lot of that. And then when we did finally get some traction, we looked at a few places. We were trying to get this place called the Kingsbridge Armory. And at the same time, uh, Mark Messier from the uh, Islanders was trying to build a ice hockey ring in the same place we were doing. We were trying to get for the uh, Universal Hip Hop Museum. So um, that fell apart. Um, but we kept on pushing, kept on pushing. We came across another building, which was the first Bronx courthouse. It's abandoned. There's a gentleman that owned it. Um, we did a few things there. We did a Netflix, um, party there for the get down when they were running that on Netflix. Um, and had all the stars come out for that. Um, and then we started talking again with the gentleman and he, he wanted to charge us like, like astronomical money for square feet to just mm -hmm. use the building. We were like, ah, nah, we're good. Then we came across where we at right now. This uh, building development, they were wanted to put up some um, apartment buildings, and they reached out to us. Hey, you guys still looking for a space? And we said, Yeah. So that's why that's how we're in the situation we're in now. And then came along us being opening up an exhibit directly across from the actual construction site. So how crazy is that? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you could do the tour inside the exhibit, then you could walk across the street and do another tour and just show them like the outside, you know, you can't take the, all these people inside because you need hard hats and it's, it's hazardous, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 So, um, uh, so that's where we at right now. You know, it, 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 it took some time, but it took the right time. It took the right time. That's, that's how I would say it. Because if we, I don't think it would have been a right fix for us to be in those two other situations, you know, um, at least with this, it's it's built from the ground floor up. Yeah, those other say, two stations, those other yeah. yeah, those other two situations, we couldn't touch the outside of the building. You know, because it's it was um, it's uh, you know, it's it's the structure of it, and then it was a historical place. Those two places are historical, so you can't really do anything on the outside. With this, <laughs> you can do a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We're blessed and we're happy and we like we we tell people you know we we need 
we need people to donate. You know, we're still taking donations and, you know, um, you can go to uhhm.org to donate, you know, money. Uh, you might have some old records or magazines in your garage or old equipment or posters or whatever. Hit us up. We're looking for all that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's beyond that, monetary, right? Uh, everybody yeah. just contributed to the culture, right? So I want to make sure we hit that site again. Uh, uhhm.org slash donate. Uh, and as well, um, we can text UHHM 2024 to 707070. So I just want to make, we'll plug that a few times. Yes, as sir. Well, you know you. what I mean? Just to make sure. So um, explain hip hop for you, man. Again, I know you're, you're a new, you know, fellow new, you're a New Yorker. Um, you know, I think about the inception again. I go back to, I think that like Crush Groove as a kid watching that movie, uh, The Fat Boys, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. Um, you know, explain your, your love for hip hop um, growing up and, and, to where you see it is today. So a brief story about how I, um, few, few stories, how I, um, got to know hip hop. Um, I was born 72. Um, uh, you know, we were kids, my brother, my sister, we were kids. My mom worked long shifts. My grandmother took care of us. My grandmother was spiritual. She uh seven day Adventist, so basically Friday night, sundown to sun you know, you yeah, know you were going to church day. twelve hours a day. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't go outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about those hot summer days in the seventies, being in, in the in the crib and um AM radio was the only thing that was really rocking at that particular time um and you know you you were you were getting stuff you were hearing songs that really i i didn't gravitate to it but what i was gravitating to was music coming from the window and like i said summer days in, in new york was hot talking about 100 degrees so when you did get that little breeze <laughs> that breeze brought that sound of that music. Okay. And I'm hearing, yes, yes, y'all, y'all. And you're hearing the beats. And I'm like, yo, what is that? What is that? My brother's a little bit older than me. So he was the first to be out the house, be out the house. He's out the house and getting his hands on the cassettes of what's going on in the parks in the summertime of the 70s and 80s and all that. Next thing I know, it what he graduated from the cassettes to bringing the turntables and the mixes home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, now I'm visually seeing what this is because I, before I'm not visually seeing, I'm only hearing what's yeah, going yeah. on. So now I'm 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 amped about it. I'm like, I want to be a part of this. So um he hung out with um somebody by the name of uh Phil. His his rap name was Baby Big, so he was the son of Mr. Biggs from the Soul Sonic Force. Oh, okay. So he was going to all the parties for free. <laughs> and like I said, coming home with the with, with the cassettes, and then um once I became 14, 15, I told my mom I wanted to go to a party that was going on. And my brother, she said, Well, if you want to stay out a little bit longer, you gotta take your brother. So I was able to witness uh, 
Uh, and I got to imagine that was what, like mid eighties, mid eighties for you. If you're talking about 80, 80, 80, right? 80, yeah. 80, that was 80, that was 81. Okay. Okay. 81. I saw powwow and MC globe perform. And mind you, I'm like I said, I'm hearing cats rap. But I don't hear them rapping like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is that? So, okay, so now we're moving forward. Planet Rock comes out. Didn't realize that was the same guys. Mm. Until I got my hand on that cassette. I was like, oh, shoot. I was at that party. <laughs> I was at that party. The funny thing was, now I'm a producer I'm working with Globe, and out of that cassette tape came four songs. One song was with Puffy. Make this party, make this money. They, you can't take this from me. And they say, rock this party, rock shock this party. Um, uh, I forgot the, the the line, but like four songs came out of those routines that they were doing. So for me, the love was like, for real, I love hip hop. I'm like, I want to do this. And then I got introduced so many different people. Arthur Baker worked with him on some songs and worked with the brand Nubians, worked with Positive K, um, just a lot of people. So my love, I love hip hop. I am breathing hip hop. Hip hop is in my in my bloodstream. You know what I'm saying? And and because I, I I was there's there's a kid oh there was another story my sister before that party I had went to Bronxdale she had to babysit me and um, Bronxdale's where a, a gentleman by the name of Disco King Mario comes from and he doesn't get a lot of uh, love or people are not too familiar with him but he is very much up there as well as like Cool Herc and Grandmaster Flash and people like that. So much respect to Disco King Mario. Had uh, my sister it was the summer of like seventy nine, and she took me to Bronxdale. I didn't see what they were doing. She just said, "Sit here on this bench and don't move." I just see all these big people, all tall people, just walking around with just boom boxes and and just. And I heard him. I heard Disco King Mario on the mic. I'm like, wow, this is. This is this is really what it is, man. You know, this is something that's brewing in the Bronx. Uh, I believe it was going on in other places as well. They say Harlem, you know, but that's that's you know, it's it's, it's it, it, we could debate all day about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, people yeah. were no. doing stuff in different places, you know, to make it what it is right now. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, I love hip hop, man. So just to see and now and now getting involved with this museum, it's like who could ever imagine? Yeah, you know, who can ever imagine like coming full circle like you will be a part of something like this? Yeah. So I think God puts us in places where he knows where we belong. Like, yo, dude, you belong here. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. this is this is your passion. This is your love. You know, I'm a collector of records. I collected so so much vinyl. And then my cousin had owned a record store, his father, and they both passed. And before his father passed, he says, hey, man, I want you to drive down to uh, South Carolina and get all the records out of little Camille's house mm-hmm. and out of, out of my house. So I must have picked up 
no lie, at least about fifty thousand pieces of vinyl Ooh. in this in this in this in this sixteen foot truck uh. drove all the way back from Denmark all the way to um to Jersey to uh drop it off in our warehouse. And I'm talking about beats for days. Unopened records. I mean, we can we might as well open a record store inside the, the museum, you know, because it's mm. so much vinyl. So much. Yeah. So yeah, man, the love is real, man. The love yeah. is real. I mean, that's not a bad idea, especially considering, I mean, we're seeing vinyl kind of make a bit of a comeback, you know what I mean, on a nostalgic tip, more and more people, even the artists, even the artists are putting out, you know, limited edition uh, vinyl records again. Um, you know, and again, all kind of going back to the culture, you know what I mean, especially when we talk about, you know, between us, you know, like the DJ, everything like that. And, um, um, you know, just, I mean, it just sounds awesome, bro. I can't wait for this thing to be put together. I can't wait to what what what's our ultimate end date as far as like when they're when you guys are projecting completion of the of the museum? Uh twenty twenty four. I was I was okay. I was praying that it'd be twenty twenty three, it'd be the fiftieth year for hip hop, you know, but yeah. I, I got my fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> you, know yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Anything yeah. is possible. I know they, they're going by the books, and yes, we want them to go by the books, but 2023 yeah. will be crazy. But 2024 yeah. is a blessing if that's the time it needs to happen. And the reason why it's 2024, you, it was supposed to be 2023. COVID pushed everything back. Like everything else. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, like everything else. Yeah, so you know we we represent all coasts, all around the. It's a, it, we call it universal, it's international. It's universal for everybody. So everybody is going to be in a museum. A lot of people say, "Oh, it's just going to be the Bronx." No, it's not the Bronx. It's the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, East Coast, West Coast, Midwest. You know, overseas. I mean, it's 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 going to be a. Um, uh, definitely a, an attraction for people to come to Yankee stadium is right up the block. You have the Bronx zoo in the Bronx, you know, uh, botanical gardens. I mean, and then now we have the universal hip hop museum. So why wouldn't people want to come out to see that? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. You know what I mean? And I think the cool thing, uh, you know, especially, um, you know, I'm always a big advocate. Like you, you can't know where you're going, you know, unless you know where you came from, you know what I mean? And I right. think some of that culture has been lost, in some of the hip hop today, because I know you're mentioning names um, that I'm familiar with, but not too heavy. And I right. think that's going to be the great thing to people go and, you know, just even Roxanne Shantae, you know what I mean? And just other stuff that innovators and pioneers that help open so many doors for people today to do what they do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, I, I can remember and I'm sure you can, too. You know, but uh, hip hop was going to be just a phase. It was going to phase out. You yes. know what I mean? And And before you know it. You know what I mean? It was like, whoa, 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 this this this, this thing is real, you know? It's, and it's, it's staying. It's staying for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here we are, you know, 2021, man. You know what I'm saying? Again, we're talking two years out from 50 years of hip-hop, which, again, you know, still the baby uh, when we talk to music. But I, I just, I think about it and, and, and watching its growth and watching its influence and watching its um, just overall, just like takeover. It's been yeah. it's been massive, you know what I mean. Um, I think about internationally today. Even the idea that you guys are going to be saluting international hip hop acts is a beautiful yeah. thing. Um, you know, not I, and and this is my opinion, but I say nothing has really touched the world. I feel like the way hip hop has, yes, you know? impact impacted uh, you know the world on a on a large scale. Whereas that you know, just look at TV, look at the commercials, the you commercials. know, commercials. Look at the 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 the, the dress, you know how people dress. You know, you have lawyers, you have doctors, you have judges that grew up 
in hip hop for real. I have a, I have a, a friend, my brother. His his wife is a is a judge in Mount Vernon. You know, I I know somebody that's a medical doctor, a surgeon. Yeah. You know, get in so, their whips and bump that Wu Tang. You know, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, and and, yeah, yeah. and you know, and they're well respected. So you know, hip hop needs that respect. Get that respect on that hip hop for real. Yeah, and know even, your hip hop. Know, know your know hip hop. Know your hip hop for sure. I mean, I even yes. caught an interview recently of uh, Snoop talking about you know we're at the point now looking at hip hop and it's you know the impact it needs to be on that same respect. It's like rock and roll. You know yes. what I mean? Um, when you talk about these cats who've been in it now 30, 40 years, you know what I mean? And and, yes. and I think the and I think the beautiful thing because you know people still have a stigma around hip hop that you know in in a negative fashion. But you know you look at the, you look at hip hop and how it's changed so many people's lives. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we talk about its its uh, impact around the globe. It's influenced the whole nine. Um, you know, seeing these artists now actually get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Again, we got to salute Jay and LL here recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, it's just, I just, I think the timing of this is great. I think it's, it's well, it, it, going back to what you were saying, whether it's been 10 years in the work, the timing for it is, is, is God's timing. So God's timing is always right. That's you know right. what I mean? So if That's we can cross right. our fingers and let this be for 23, great. If it's 2024, I think even bigger though, the importance yes. of that this is going to be here forever. You know what I mean? Um, yes, sir. You know, even looking at the fact that, like, you know, some people thought it was a joke, but, you know, this November Hip Hop History Month is real. You know what I mean? Uh, every November moving forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, you know, it's been, it's, it's recognized in the you know, United States Senate, Article 331, that Hip Hop History Month is in the month of November. Hip Hop Appreciation Month is in the month of August. You know, so the cats that's been pushing the envelope with this for the last 40 years respect to them you know indeed indeed um given your background in hip-hop and your love for it and seeing where we at today um what are some of the things you love about hip-hop and what are some of the things you would like to see perhaps change for the betterment of of the culture as a whole um I mean, and I know we could go on and on with the with the you know the conversation about the contracts and whatever the case may be. I mean that that's a that's again an ongoing conversation or whatever how these artists are getting you know raped for lack of a better word in these music contracts and all that. But you know for for the culture of hip hop, um, again, what are some of the things you love and what are some of the things you like to maybe see change or progress? Uh, I would like to see more artists take um, responsibility and learn these contracts for real. Yeah, yeah. Stop getting um, taken advantage of. Start owning your um, your masters. Um, take creative control of your of your um, of your business. You know, uh, there's 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 a few of them out there that's doing it. You know, and they're yep. doing it well. But I want to see more of that. You know, because the business is is ninety percent and ten percent of it is just. Uh, you know the talent you know (laughs) so so you know (laughs) you need to look at those numbers like 90 and 10 yeah i think i'm gonna rock with that 90 (laughs) i'm gonna get that 90 percent in full (laughs) yeah but um um yeah i mean i mean for me I, i i me as a dj i like some of the stuff and it's not for me to like, you know, it's for the, you know, if I'm DJing and the people are requesting it, you know, 
I got to, you know, spin it. Some things I don't spend, some things I do spend. So, you know, everything ain't for everybody, you know. Um, and like I said, we're on radio. So, of course, our radio stations is Golden Era and even before that. So, we, and, you know, and then we have the balance. There's certain songs we do play, you know, that is radio friendly. And um, and just try to keep that balance going, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if you're going to play uh, 50 Cent, you're going to better play that common sense. So to keep the balance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. everybody's happy at the end of the day. My thing is like, we're going to mix it all up in one big bowl. I'm going to play some Grandmaster Flash. I'm going to play some ASAP Rocky. I'm going to play some, you know, uh, you know, just mix it all up. You know, just have fun with it. Just bring the fun back to hip hop again. That's basically Man. what it really is. Yes. Bring the fun yes. back. Yes. You know, my man, my man, Mick Benzo say, bring that party back. <laughs> I love it. And he's not a rapper. <laughs> he's a manager. He manages Ice-T. So that's the funny part about it. Yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> you know, a hilarious mix right back. there. Because I, I like it. Gangsta as a get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Bring yeah, that yeah. party back. So, you know, that's 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 what I'm on. Bring that party back, you know. Hell yeah. Which, which artist you got your eyes on in, in that type of field? Um, good question. Good question. I like, um, there's so much music, man. So, so much music um, every day, every day. I love Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I love Kendrick. Yeah, I love Kendrick. I like, um, uh, damn, it's so much, man. I can't. One thing, anytime I do interviews, I can't remember who these artists are, <laughs> but I know them because yeah. I play their music. Yeah, straight up, straight up. Nah, I get it. And and then I trip too, just even in the culture of like the DJ, like you know, um, you know, we have our club records, of course, we got our radio records, and I think now that we, um, you know, strip club, uh, hookah bars, you know, what I mean, like. You know, I I think these artists got smart to the idea that, you know what, this will bang in a strip club, this will bang in a hookah bar, because not every record we get as a DJ is going to work in the club. You know what I'm right. saying? But that right. don't mean to say it won't work at a sporting event or won't work at a, you know what I mean? Like I said, a strip club, at a hookah bar, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's so many different elements of people getting outside, um, you know, music-wise, that as a DJ, um, you know, we, we, we know when atmospheres and whatever as to where we could actually hit these records you know what i'm saying right. so right i can't forget about my man Nas. i love Nas. i, love oh, I mean you know that uh, man has gotten better with age man i man you know what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah 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 um i mean it's, it's so much music out there um i like some of the new guys too i like um uh what's my brother's name a boogie Hey Boogie, yep. Yeah, yeah. He's from he's from the hometown, the BX. Yep, yep. Um so yeah, I gotta man, figure, if you I gotta figure if you like a boogie, you probably like Roddy Rich. You know what I'm saying? They, Roddy they, Rich, they, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah, they almost yeah. say they are reflections reflections of each other, but on different coasts. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Roddy Rich. I definitely like Roddy Rich. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yes. Uh, I think Cole, Cole gotta get thrown in that conversation. J. Cole, of course. J. Cole, yeah. of course. You know? Of course. And um, all those guys that we mentioning. It's their home too, Universal yeah, yeah. Hip Hop Museum. So you know, like I said, we're doing outreach to get some of their, um, you know, some of their artifacts in there as well. You know, because yeah. this, this is gonna be the home. I mean, you got an old jacket from your your first video, or you know, the first rhyme you wrote. Yeah, you know, yeah. from, your, from your rhyme book, 
Please tell Don't me wait. we got like some original Dapper Dan jackets up in the state. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dapper Dan is with. We're doing some of Dapper Dan and Gucci. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Like I said, yeah, that's something yeah. I think is a beautiful thing about hip hop. You know what I mean? Whether we want to talk the fashion, we want to talk the DJ, we want to talk about the MC. Uh, what I really love, like at that recent verses with uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane and KRS One, it seemed like the biggest celebration of the culture of hip hop as a whole because they brought the B Boys in there. Uh, there yes. was even some low key graffiti. You know, because yes. I mean? that's the thing. That's the biggest thing. Like, I don't think you could probably ask some of these artists today name the elements of hip hop. I don't think they know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and uh, but this is why I think this is a beautiful thing to have this museum there because you can go reflect on graffiti. You can go reflect yeah. on the break dancing. Um, the MCs, the DJ, and the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So yes. um, that's that's why I said, like I said, I was excited when this was brought to me. I said, oh man, we definitely got to highlight this. Um, whether it's two years in the works or not, you know, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm excited for this thing to put together. Um, I know you said it, uh, a second ago, it's on floor five right now. How, how big is this thing projected to be? It's going up to, it's going to be 20 flights. Wow. 20 flights. Wow. Yep. All devoted to Justice Hip Hop Museum. No, 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 no. Okay. No, the first okay. two, the first two floors is the museum okay. and on top is going to be wow. apartments. Yeah, okay, it's gonna be okay. normal. I, I, yeah, I so wish. they have some other offices or whatever, <laughs> whatever's in the building too. Yeah, you have okay, you know okay. tenants in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, kind of okay. Word. But um, yeah, man. I mean, just to see that in the works is just it, 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 it gave me the goosebumps. It brought tears to my eyes. And like I said, a lot of people, um, that um were there when we were trying to do this, you know, they either passed on from whether, whatever they were suffering from. Some people passed, passed away from COVID. So, you know, you, you always go back to think about those people that, you know, wow, yeah. this has yeah. happened. You know, you, you were, you knew about our journey and you knew some of the things we had to go through in order for us to get here. So um always keep those people in my mind and my heart, you know, and um, always say a little prayer, you know? Yeah. All the contributions, man. Like I said, um, I, you know, just like anything else in history, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, there's people who fought for this. You know what I mean? Uh, again, when we talk about it, they thought it was a phase. People kept at it, um, you know, and just that's why I think having a spot like this, especially when we talk about the ones no longer with us, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, just just the 90s alone, I think about all the all the great artists who are no longer with us, which is a sad yeah, thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, but it's also a beautiful thing on the flip side that we still see our our Big Daddy Canes and KRS-1s and Fat Joes and, you know what I mean, Snoops and, and, and you know what I mean? And and the, main, and the main thing about that, too, is to give them their flowers while they're still here. And that's that's our, that's our one of the things that we're doing. We're giving out these awards, you know, one day um, once this, uh, when the museum is open, we have a thing called Hall of Respect. Mm -hmm. You got to give them their flowers while they're alive, you know, while they're still here, you know, and and a lot of these guys, you know, we started doing it um, right after the groundbreaking. We had something across the street um, and at this restaurant called Morisco's. So we, you know, we had sat down, we had food and we had a award ceremony. We gave out probably over 100 awards to like all the pioneers from the very beginning, like the Crash Crews, the Cold Crush Brothers, Grandmaster Flash Furious Five and people like that so it was good it was good to see people um 
you know, getting their flowers while they're still here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, no, for sure. For sure. Like I said, uh, too many times they, you know, they're not here to actually get them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, definitely a beautiful thing uh, to, to make sure they get their shine while they're here. For sure. Yep. Um, you know, there's a discussion, bro, and I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Um, you know, when they talk about this little bit of a and I feel like it's going away somewhat, but there still feels like a divide when they talk about the older heads and the newer heads are artists. You know what I'm saying? Which, again, this is why I think it's a beautiful thing to have this museum uh, getting getting done because for the because I think for us and I say us, whether we can call us older heads or not, um, you know, we've lived a lot of this hip hop. So to see some of these people, to see some of the new era, and I, 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 I guess what am I trying to say here? Like, there's a there's a mindset I think that's different about the knowledge of hip hop versus the ones who just kind of looked it up on Google. You know what I mean? And um, you know, the conversation of the older head and the newer head. I would love to know your feelings on it, as far as you know this this you know quote unquote divide, and, and what do you feel we can do better to actually bridge it? Well, as far <laughs> it's funny. A lot of, a lot, there's a few that respect where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my guess is basically they went to school, learned who was doing what, studied it as yeah. you should. If you're going to be a jazz musician, you're going to study the greats. If you're going to be a blues singer, you're going to study the greats. Same thing with rock and roll. You're going to study. A lot of these cats, they don't, they didn't study, and um, that's where the loss of communication, respect, um, knowing who's who and what's what. And um, if I don't know, I don't know. I ain't in it. Some some cats got the the attitude like I ain't in it for that. I'm in it for yeah, the bag. Yeah. I'm in for the bag. And uh, yeah. f those people, you know, they 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 ain't doing nothing. Well, they did a lot <laughs> for you to do what you're doing right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So with that mindset and that attitude, it just shows you who those people are. So um, like you said, the museum will definitely bridge that gap because um, we'll have the best of both worlds in there because like, you know, people say, you're going to have Drake in there? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have Drake in there. Why, why shouldn't we? Yeah. Everybody needs to shine, yeah. you know? Yep. It's not about just old or nostalgic uh, memorabilia. We're trying to build a a state-of-the-art museum, interactive. When you go in this place, it's like, I got to go back. Yeah. Because you don't miss so much. I mean, the lines is going to be wrapped around the corner. So, I I say this is going to help bridge classic artists and the new artists together as all in one building, you know, and I think it'll change the whole conversation on how people treat each other. You know, we're going to be like the UN, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? In so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A a real UN. (laughs) For real. But I think back. I think back to even like, um, you know, because like I said, so many things become uh, regional arguments. Um, but I think, like I said, seeing the motivation behind this museum and the idea that you know it's going to celebrate all hip hop, not just New York, not just the Bronx, but hip hop as a whole. Because you know, I think it was like ATL got the Trap Museum or something like that. You know what I mean? But that's very ATL. ATL you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so yeah. 
Um, but that's why, like I said, man, like on a hit as a hip hop lover, like I said, I'm a Cali boy through and through. But I, I think about coming up and like I said, I was banging Nas heavy, Jay heavy, DMX heavy, you know, the locks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I fell in love with all of it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and unfortunately, you know, that that beef came about and it made kind of people choose sides and whatnot. But that never for me took away from the music. You know what I mean? Like, right. That, right. You know, yeah, uh, you know that 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 was a terrible time in 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 hip hop, you know, um, which I never understood. It didn't make no sense, and I yeah. um, uh, pray that you know we never have that kind of a thing again. You know, yeah, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, well, listen, man, I thank you for your time. You know, what I'm saying, Cutman LG, uh, yes, sir. Keep, cut, keep cutting it up out there, my brother. Keep spinning and winning, as, as I say. You know, yes, what I mean. Um, Plug this museum again, again, uh, org slash donate. Again, you're looking for everything, right? This is not just money. Everything. Magazines. I mean, uh, clothes, clothing, you know, you know, sneakers, you know, um, whatever it is, you know, that, that, that represents that time in hip hop, you know, um, vinyl records. I mean, cassettes. Yeah. Word, you know, word. yeah, yeah. So I just want to make that very clear because people here donate, and I think they sometimes get turned off thinking it's all just money. You know what I mean? But um, there's other ways you can actually contribute to this museum yes. um, via artifacts, the whole nine. So again, uhhm.org slash donate uh, on the phone. Text uhhm twenty twenty four to seventy seventy seventy. Know your hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And indeed, track down uh, the socials at uhh museum so uh appreciate your time my brother you know what i'm saying and um excited to see this thing come along uh I, i'm i'm gonna have to get out to ny uh sooner than later to actually see this thing uh you know grow so yeah come out on one of these weekends man come to the exhibit man you know yeah hang yeah. out Especially the outdoor one too so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely an experience um you see a lot of uh nostalgia in there and a lot of history in there we right now we're in 1985 to 19 um no 1980 to 1985 and now we're about to go from 86 into 89 um so yeah the golden era so that's going to be exciting as well yeah super dope super dope man i appreciate you brother like i said man stay safe out there in them streets excited to see this thing come along and uh, yeah. stay healthy of all. You know what I mean? We still ain't out this weird-ass scenario of whatever the hell we are in. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you just say, you do the same too, man. Stay safe and healthy and and um, keep banging and doing your thing, man. Rock those joints. Play them classic joints, man. Let Indeed. those people hear it. Indeed, I'm with it. I'm with it 100%, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you yet again for catching yourself a stream right here with The Chop Shop with myself, Raymond T, and our very special guest. You never know who's going to stop through the Slacker Radio studio, man. So put this one right there in your presets and check it out for future episodes. And if you are looking for some exclusive video footage of our interviews, head on over to the site, livexlive.com.